Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Unpopular Opinions with me, Heather. Uh, my family and I just came back from an international vacation, so we had to fly out of the country. Uh, I know a lot of people are curious what it's like to to do that now and kind of and fantasize about like, gosh, if I could leave the country and I'm working remotely, why don't I just go work remotely from you know a tropical island for couple months in the fall, etc. So um, before you make all your plans, I wanted to share some thoughts on the experience we had. And um, I'm going to share some conversations we had at a couple of legs of our trip at the airport with uh, one of my travel companions in the family, uh, my mother-in-law, Gail. And P.S. The sound quality isn't awesome in any of these conversations because we were outside, so you can hear a lot of wind, but you can still hear us. Okay, we're in Exuma, Bahamas right now. Yeah, we are, it's so beautiful. Uh, We're outside the airport in Georgetown, which looks like uh, a medium-sized nursery school building. That's when the next flight out of here is after today. What? September 2nd. What? Whoa, nice. How did you find that out? They were asking them. September 2nd? Yeah, that's the next one. Okay, well, that's a good good segue to our conversation topic. Traveling, international traveling during COVID. Good idea? Not a good idea. I'd like to start this off by saying that this trip for me really started back in uh, February. A friend and I had plans to go to uh, St. Martin and that was a week before the COVID crisis started. So at the last minute, we diverted. Said, okay, we're gonna go to Key West, Florida instead. And we uh, took a big hit on our airfare and on our reservation and we rebooked. And as we were getting ready to pack for the airport, we got frantic phone calls from multiple children saying, don't you dare go to Florida because, uh, because of COVID, you're gonna get stuck down there. Including me. Yes, including our (laughs) podcast host. So my friend Nancy and I decided, no, we won't do that. And so we still have like a major credit with United Airlines, but things seem to have worked out, but they might not have. There's a lot of stuff to risk when you're flying during COVID. Right, Heather? Uh, Yeah, well, so this trip started with trying to find a, a different vacation for summer that actually was intended to be driving so we were looking at places we could go in the car and then somehow in searching for places we could go in the car ended up looking at houses you could rent in the Bahamas. Well that's not entirely a coincidence because I believe you had to cancel a trip as well. Uh, Oh yeah I had yes we had to cancel a spring break trip to the Bahamas uh, which would have been a totally different trip than this that was going to be more of like to the busy areas of the Bahamas. This trip we were looking for something that would be Kind of just us, and we found a house on Exuma Island. That it's quite remote. It's like really remote. It's like the whole island. This the island is like seventy square, or all the islands together, are like seventy square miles. Uh, there's like seven thousand people in the entire group of islands, and uh, where we are seems like uh, there's no there's no COVID cases here, even though the Bahamas is having a little bit of a, a COVID surge, um, which we'll get to, but when we were booking this, uh, the Bahamas had just announced that they were opening their borders July 1st, 
and we were looking for something to do. It was like, like late June. And so the people that rent their houses here had just started putting them back on the websites where you could book them. And so there was like great inventory available. We were able to book a really nice house. Uh, we were able to book a really pretty inexpensive flights. And we thought we'd just do it because the border's gonna open. They have these like uh, health visa policies in place where you have to get a COVID negative test within 10 days of arriving and, and do like a health visa process before you arrive. So they're kind of, they were taking that seriously from the beginning. Um, and you know, when we made all these plans, uh, that seemed like the most risky part of this entire plan, right? What was that? that the, the health visa part. Like, does, does one of us have COVID and we don't know it? And um, is that going to mean, like, we can't, we're going to have to, like, change the trip? Yeah. And that so that, and, and, you know, so getting into the country, I thought that would be the, the hardest part of this trip. Um, and it was a hard part for, I think, some people. Definitely there were people getting stops trying to enter the country, and we don't know what happened to them. They were from places like France. Canada, France, um, I think the United States, too. And, uh, you know, I mean, there were only, like, maybe 15 or 20 people on our plane, so you felt like you kind of could recognize every single person going through security. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to spread this around, but I've never felt safer in an airplane. Well, so I do want to talk about that, because, you know, uh, international travel during COVID, like people seem to be most afraid of airports and flying. Right. And I think in our experience, the airports, uh, I mean, the U.S. airports and the flights were like the best I've ever been. The like. planes were immaculate. They, it was like flying in an operating room. And everybody was so careful. They, they didn't want you to wipe down your seat with your entire wet nap because I guess people had been doing that but it wasn't necessary because they had just done it for you. Like, it's so funny that they, they actually the had to announce like don't use your wet nap to like <laughs> to wipe off the wall next to you. Right. <laughs> yeah so like the flying part went really smoothly and uh but then when we got here and that was all fine we knew it was going to be you know simple the island is, is pretty undeveloped in general but because of COVID it was almost shut down. Yes well and uh one of the risks of international travel during COVID is that, like the rules will change on you while you're traveling right so and they may not uh, tell you we got here and uh there's a guy who's like the like the manager of the house we're staying at and he came to meet us and one of the first things he said to us was like oh the prime minister is making an announcement tonight that um it's going to close the borders to international travelers <laughs> so and here's the thing about the, uh, the Bahamas, the Prime Minister is taken with great reverence. You don't move without his okay. Nothing happens until he said it will happen. There's, there's nothing argumentative about it. We wait for what the Prime Minister says, period. Yeah, and, the, and they seemed to know what he was going to say before he said it, um, which meant that we got in, I guess, in the nick of time, but our uh, stay was going to be different because if they're restricting travel, they might be restricting more activities on the islands, which, um, you know, like you just said, they, they did. Like, you can't, you still can't go eat in restaurants anymore. They changed that, I think, our second day we were here. Um, no more indoor dining. Shops are closed. Shops are closed. 
um, at some point in the week, the they, boat trips are closed. Yeah, the boat like so you couldn't go, uh, or at least you couldn't very easily go do things like swim with the pigs, right? Like some of the things that you might think you can normally do on an international trip yeah, just aren't going to happen. Swim, swimming with the pigs—that's that's literal. We're not casting aspersions on anyone. They really have live little <laughs> piggies. <laughs> that somehow escaped from uh, some sort of pig farm and now they're a tourist attraction. So we were unable uh, to swim with the pigs. Yes, or, or I, I should clarify, they will arrange a way for you to swim with the pigs, but instead of taking like the sort of tours that you can just jump in on with a group, they'll custom charter a tour for you and it costs a fortune and uh, probably, probably not worth it. Um, so we found other things to do, but it wasn't like you could do all the things that you expect you would do on a trip to this island or I think especially other islands in the Bahamas because if you're on an island where they had you know more restaurants bars or like the casinos all of that ended up being shut down so if you were expecting to come and do any of that like you would have been pretty disappointed we were expecting to come and mostly hang out at our really nice house and go boating and you know see nice beaches and that was all fine that that all was like as good as you could expect absolutely beautiful um but then fast forward so like i said you don't know what's going to happen with changes in the travel restrictions and um in our last couple days here they announced a further restriction where they're locking down the whole country um, airport including the airport for at least the weekend. And we were supposed to leave today's Sunday. We were leaving on the weekend. And um, uh, so our house, house manager was like, I don't think you're leaving. We might be seeing you for another month. <laughs> and everyone had different information. I mean, even the official information was different. But then whenever you'd run into someone, you say, what do you think? Will we get out? And they say, oh, you know, there's a mailboat. It takes 14 hours, but you ought to get to Nassau and try and get on it. So. Uh, or, or you can uh, charter a plane. Um, they, one of the interesting things about the restrictions, at least in the Bahamas, is even though they were restricting, um, but with the announcement of the full lockdown came a further announcement that all international travel um, and I think I, I didn't say this right the first time. It, when they first announced it, it was just U.S. visitors were no longer going to be allowed in. But other, they specifically called out the U.S. because of Florida and the southeastern United States having so much trouble. They didn't want any U.S. visitors here because so many people from Florida come to these islands. And between when we uh, booked the house and when we landed, all of a sudden they started getting cases. The like, first report was 20, then it was, what was it, the last we heard, 130? Yeah, I mean, I, I, Not you on know, our island, but when, you, when you, you hear them talk about their number of cases, it sounds so small because we're used to hearing like so much bigger numbers, but right, they're... Um, it spreads exponentially. So uh, they right have a small population and yeah. they're like getting, they're on top of it. Like they're, you know, they're, they're trying to keep it uh, a small number and you know they don't want us fools coming in and making things worse we so we get it care of us, that's for sure um yeah you definitely would not want to be on the hospital here i mean they have a hospital that uh, i think our house manager said they have lots of equipment no one knows how to use state of the art beautiful building we don't know if that's true but that's the local opinion uh yeah so uh, you know the 
with international travel, you might expect a curveball or multiple curveballs. We had a couple. We are at the airport. We don't know if we're getting home yet. Uh, we're at the airport. We have checked in. Um, I don't see the plane. The first flight, there's two flights. The, first of all, the airport is supposed to be on lockdown and closed today. But yet, when I finally got through the airline and asked them what was happening with this flight, they first said it was canceled, and then they put me on hold. And then they're like, oh, no, no, it's on. <laughs> it's special dispensation. That flight is happening. The Prime Minister said we could go home. Uh, so we're here with maybe, uh, there might be 30 or so people waiting to get on this plane. They had another scheduled this morning that got canceled. Everyone from that flight is on this flight. And what did Jasper just say? The next flight out after this one? Oh, and the, the next flight out, according to Jasper, is now September 1st. Well, let's hope it's um, not see you in September. Yeah, so um, looking good. so you know that's a major consideration if you're thinking about international travel. <laughs> we we may get lucky and get home today as scheduled, even after all these changes in policy. But if we were to not get home today, we might have to come up with some other really creative way to get back because the next commercial flight might not be until September. Most people don't want to deal with that. So that, no. if you don't want to have to deal with things like that, maybe stick to staying within uh, your own country yet, for now. We heard from the other half of the family who were playing safe and driving to Cape Cod. They're on their way home a week early because you can't do anything up there either. So we made the right choice, don't you think, Heather? I think so. I mean, so far, um, uh, I hope that we don't have to do an addendum to this conversation in a couple hours saying how we haven't actually left. And the next podcast will be what to do when you're stranded in the Bahamas for three months. Not the worst place Not to be stranded. No, people are great. Um, yeah, but I think that's, that's my take. Problem. I, would, I would say if you're, uh, my opinion, and it's probably... Um, I don't know if it would be unpopular or not, but I would say, like, try it. If, if the restrictions have been lifted and you feel safe and the country seems to be taking COVID safety seriously, why not go? Um, if you're willing to deal with some curveballs, give it a shot. If you're not, don't do it. I would agree with that. All right. So now we're at... Uh, we're at Newark Airport. It's Monday around 3 o'clock. You'll notice I said Monday. Last time we spoke, it was Sunday. Yeah, it's a, it's a day later. We've had a bit of an adventure. When we last spoke, everything was going smoothly. But the plane was two, two and a half hours late taking off, something yeah, like that. Hours late. Yeah. And when we got to Fort Lauderdale, even though we could see our connecting plane on the tarmac right next to our pink plane, we had to go through customs and go all the way around the whole airport before we could get to United and find out we had just missed it. So, then what happened? So, we had to stay an extra day. Got to spend more time in Florida. <laughs> so. And now we have to go into quarantine again. So, our flight from the Bahamas was not entirely smooth. We should talk about what it was not. This was not fire fest. While we were waiting to get home. Last night we watched the uh, documentary about the uh, ill-fated rock concert on our very same island that we were at and things went 
even more spectacular wrong there. So I think oh, we're yeah, that's, pretty lucky. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me to to think at least it wasn't fire fest. <laughs> uh, no, our trip was actually really fun. I, um, you know, you have to bookend it with like travel, which is always a pain. Um, but with international travel now, you just need to be prepared to have like a little bit more of a pain. Um, always have a backup plan. Always have a dog sitter if you need one that can stay an extra day or two. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like like this last wrinkle we had was kind of more just regular well, travel problems, not, not so much about like traveling yeah, during COVID. Wide, so if you uh, book two flights together, they will accommodate you. If something goes wrong, if you book them separately, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So let's like do a few tips for people, right? That's a good one. Um, I think another good one is to know like the policy of the airline on seating because some airlines apparently are not booking the full plane to keep people separated. Other ones are will book the whole plane um, if they can. I think the airline we were on, their policy is to be able to book the whole plane but you know honestly not that many people are trying to travel now so odds are your plane is not going to be full so um yeah the plane felt like the safest part of the trip it really did they're, they're doing a pretty totally. good job i think famous last words but i think they are totally. so um, i would yeah i'd say you know don't be scared to travel and uh, uh, you know uh, even if you're interested in taking a vacation internationally uh if you're American, right now there aren't all that many places you can even go. Yeah, name two. <laughs> uh, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> uh, it used to be the Bahamas. No, uh, actually, there's a, um, there's a list on the site TravelOffPath.com of places you can go as an American now or that are going to be opening soon. And it is like kind of a short list. It's a lot of Caribbean places. Uh, Turkey is on the list. Albania, uh, Tanzania. Really? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Ready? Um, except oh, Tanzania with a footnote, you can't actually get a flight from America to Tanzania, so I'm not sure how you're supposed to get there since no other country will have Americans. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not American, I think there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more options open yeah. to you. I'm going to go home and try and figure out how to get to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, and you also, you have to be prepared to you know stay away from people and monitor symptoms for two weeks after you get back and um, that's right. not so hard for most of us now if you're working from home or you're like a kid and you're not in school right now um, or you're like you know like Matt my husband he's gonna go back to work at the hospital but they test everybody all the time now so he'll just get tested and then he'll be able to work but uh, most people, you just need to kind of lay low for a couple of weeks when you get home. And, um, and I would still recommend doing it. Yeah, but uh, family members are telling me they're going to shun me for two weeks, so it's something to think about. Yeah, but that's, you know... It's normal. That's normal, <laughs> anyway. So I hope hearing about our experience was helpful um, and, and maybe changed your own opinion about traveling internationally um, during the COVID pandemic. If you have any feedback on the topic or you have ideas for other topics that um, I could talk about in this podcast, you can reach me at unpopularopinionswithheather at gmail.com and follow the podcast uh, Unpopular Opinions with Heather wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. See you next time.